You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Rumbling along the sun-scorched plains of Velocitron, the Titan Navitas races over the superheated surface of the planet. The once-proud Titan has been reduced to nothing more than the mobile foundation of Delta, the capital city of the planet. Years of neglect have turned this amazing machine into the lowest form on the planet, the ground beneath their feet. But all that is about to change. Deep within his halls, a familiar black sports car tears down the passageways, taking the turn before the straightaway back to the surface far too tight, he slams hard into the wall. But instead of stopping him, the wall swings open, leading to a passage down into the depths of the city. Stunned, and with his curiosity piqued, he transforms and heads into the ancient passage. Each step brings him further into the past. Engravings along the wall are written in ancient Cybertronian and detail the history of the first explorers to arrive on the planet. At the bottom of the stairs, in a hidden chamber deep within the first Titan city on Velocitron, Sweet Spot comes face to face, in a manner of speaking, with Navitas himself. You're too early for my painful gear cleaning, and too late for my even more painful fluid change, so you must be a trespasser. Before I call the boot squad to boot your little metal tuchus out of here, tell me who you are and why I shouldn't. Well, uh, I broke the chain when I took the corner way too fast. I damaged the door a little too. I'm very, very sorry about that and about trespassing here, but I just had to see. Fast talker, eh? I never did like how that trick developed. What did you come to see, huh? Some old bot, barely able to make it over a five-degree incline while trying to hold his hydraulic fluid in? I came to see the great Titan Navitas, the first of many mobile cities that protect the whole of the population of Velostron. Truly, the father of our culture. If you don't mind my saying so, I'd wager you could make it over a ten-degree incline with ease. Don't lie to a Titan kid. That'll get you one thing. A mad titan. The truth, Bot. And keep the compliments to a minimum. You don't want my head getting any bigger either. I would compliment you on your wisdom, but since that would go against your wishes, I won't. I crashed into the door because I was practicing for the Altman race. Coming up in a few cycles. It was an accident, and I am sorry for the damage. However... Having access to a headspace provided me with a unique opportunity to meet you and ask you for a favor. 
Sir? Let me guess. You want me to endorse you for the race to get a better starting position? You political racers. <laughs> well, yes, I do want your endorsement, but it's a matter of the entry fee. I can't afford it, and I don't have any high rollers to support me or fund my race. Look, kid, you can have any loose change you find down here, but I don't carry anything on me anymore. Other than every building and bot who lives here, I keep everyone safe from melting, so my every need is taken care of in the most painful and frustrating way possible. But at no cost to me. No, no. I was told that I wouldn't need the entry fee if an important enough bot would endorse me. If a bot with enough clout could vouch for me, the fee would be charged from the first salary paid when I win. And what if you lose? Sir, I don't think it. I don't say it, and I am certainly not going to do it. <laughs> you I like. You have spirit, kid. But I'll let you in on a little secret. A little real estate tip, if you will. My spark is going out. You, you're dying? Yeah. Instead of finding a way to give me a vacation, they've copied my existence as a mobile home to everyone, and the eons have taken their toll on the old spark. I'm surprised I've lasted this long. How long do... Not long. It could be a cycle. It could be a thousand. But in the grand scheme of things, it ain't long at all. That's why you don't want that kind of job. When I stop... There's going to be a panic, and bots will be looking to you. I can handle a panic. Like you handled that corner before my door? I was distracted, thinking about how to get into the race. I've never won anything so badly. Is there anything I can do to save you that anyone can do? Not unless you can find another bot with a powerful enough green spark to replace mine that also wouldn't mind sacrificing themselves to save me. Nobody's going to sacrifice themselves for me. Outside of the bots that do my maintenance, they all take me for granted, treading heavy upon me, leaving trash and waste wherever they like. There was a time that I was thought of as a member of the community, not just its mobile foundation. Bots used to talk to me instead of complaining about me. I'm glad to go. If I had any control over it, I'd drop dead right now. Look, you seem like a good bot, and I'm sure you could make a difference up there for however long that would be. Tell you what, if you can keep this little secret... And maybe encourage bots to relocate to other cities without causing a panic. I'll endorse your campaign. All your campaigns. Deal? Challenge accepted. I mean deal. And thank you, sir. Thank you very much.
A week after the impromptu meeting with Navitas, the newly minted Alderman Sweet Spots, fresh from his first place victory at the Alderman races, arrives at the Lube Lounge on Blossom and heads into the back to meet with his contact. In the shadowy corner, he can see Outburst, one of the head aldermen of Velocitron. Sweetspot orders a couple of shots of Enjex and brings them over to Outburst, his new boss. He's going to need these to sweeten the pot. He pleads with Outburst to delay his confirmation as alderman to give him time to travel off-planet. He's going to need that time to put his plan in motion. Outburst says he will temporarily assign him to the political delegation on Cybertron as a junior member. He has a year to report for his civic duty, and his route to get there can be his own. After Sweet Spot leaves, from the shadows behind the bar, a snivelly bot walks over to Outburst. Why would you go through all this trouble for this young bot? That young bot has a dangerous political platform that's gaining momentum. I intend to absorb his territory while he is away and leave that platform in the dust. Oh, I feed him the false lead about the spark fountain then. You could have done that political reposting without the tall tale. I can only absorb his territory while he is away. If he never returns, that means it's mine forever. A bot like that in the jungles of Eucharist? Let's just say I expect he'll be overdue in Cybertron a year from now. Teletrend 12. Reserve my place on the city track for a silent lap a year and, oh, let's say, ten days from now? And attach a note. Sweet Spot Memorial. Scheduled and noted. Navitas has just dropped to 88% efficiency. Shall I schedule a maintenance visit? No, not yet. What is the projected life expectancy of the weakest gears in that old Titan's workings? Three months and four days, with a variance of 1.5 days. Order the parts fabrication with a rush and schedule the maintenance for four months. If Navitas continues to operate beyond expected lifespan of major parts, it will cause him excessive pain. <laughs> I know. Sweetspot's shuttle touches down on one of the few clear landing areas on Eucharist. His hunt for a green spark has taken him to this lightly populated but very dangerous section of the planet. He disembarks immediately, spying his contact, Clawjaw. Unbeknownst to him, Clawjaw is talking on comms to someone off-planet. Yeah, the little tinbot is getting weaponized right now. Do you let him get weapons installed? He's not supposed to survive this excursion. 
don't worry. My recommendation was to go light so he can travel fast. Velocitronians love that shit. Anything he shoots will only get pissed off. Trust me. The communicator I gave him is practically an empty shell. When he calls for extraction, whining like an overtaxed engine, no bot is going to come to his rescue. Here he comes now. See you at the gathering. Feels weird to have weapons attached to my shoulders. Never been out in the wild before, let alone off world before. Are you sure I don't need headlights? I turned down a real nice package the mechanic was offering to install working headlights. I told you, the area you described is super dense. I've flown over it at night. It's packed full of phosphorescent plants. They're beautiful. Brighter than the stars above sometimes. You'll be fine. If you're even there that long. It's too dense for a landing, but I'll lower you in and wait at that clearing I told you about until you find what you're looking for. When you do, use the comma unit I gave you. It has a homing signal so that I can find you. I'll be 15 minutes away. Trust me. Several members of the herd are in the forest heading towards the rubber tree grove that is a home to Rex and the herd. But too late, they realize that someone or something else is nearby. The predator attacks, surprising the tiny little dinos. And they spread out to try and defend themselves, but the surprise and the ferocity of the attack is too much for them. Gazer, the Ankylosaur, steps up to defend his family as they scatter and escape. A few of the herd make it back to the cave where Rex is collecting a pile of trash to take to the tar pits later. Rex, you see a bunch of your little dinos come into your home, and they look a little agitated. All right, well, I look up at them, and, you know, I want to find out what's going on. I'm not too worried. Eurekis is a, a place of dangerous animals, but, you know, things happen. So uh, I'm going to find out what happened from them, and I assume that they tell me that there was an attack. So I'll take a few of few of the other members of the herd that are sitting there with me, and uh, I'll follow the others to where wherever the attack was. Grazer, blazer, and laser, huh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so the five, so five of you head on out to the site of the attack, and once you get there, you realize that you are too late. Gazer lies motionless on the ground, no sign of anyone else around. All right, now I'm uh, now I'm a little worried. So me and my my dino friends we, we rush over to Gazer and try to see what's going on. If he's okay, he is deathly quiet. Huh. Um, I guess I'll nudge him. You know, we'll we'll use our heads to nudge him and see if his breath is coming out. Trans- Wait, Transformers don't breathe, do they? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I listen for his heartbeat, his energon beat. There we go. All right. 
Uh, the other tiny little dinos uh, are pacing around. They're letting out little like soft chirps and and grunts. And you're gonna have to face the fact that this attack has cost Gazer his life. My head drops. I I just stand there for a moment. I know this is the the law of the jungle, but you know it's still not easy. Um, I guess since I'm a dino, I'd, I'd raise my head and just give out like a bellow, whatever a stegosaurus would bellow. And, uh, I assume my little dinos would do the same. They know what's going on too, so we just kind of cry for our, our friend for a moment. Oh, poor Gazer. We hardly knew him. And then I guess, uh, I guess we'll, you know, kind of say our quiet goodbyes and then, uh, They'll roll him up onto, I guess, kind of back of my tail. And drag him home. Drag him back to the cave. So then when I, I get back to the cave, I guess, uh, you know, the others will be there and I'll call out to them and we'll, uh, you know, I don't know, let everybody know what's going on, that we lost one of our friends. They can all cry and call out and grieve how they feel. Yeah, you managed to, to get... Gazer's form back to the cave uh, and however sad that you are and however sad your, your herd is, you realize that there is a predator out there and roaming about. Uh, the rest of the herd is uh, some of them are still scattered around and otherwise might not know about it so even though it is a painful time for you right now uh, you're going to need to put aside your pain for the moment and find the others before a similar fate befalls them. As you are comforting and tending to your herd and gathering them together and, and organizing them into uh, search parties to, to help find the rest of them, Carapace approaches your home. Carapace, you get there and you see all the little tiny dinobots all in a uh, all in a panic. And Rex looks like he is he's barely keeping it all together. Uh, and when you inspect the scene, you notice that Gazer is lying on the ground, unmoving. Oh, look who's here, Mr. Big Guy. So how did your big meeting go with the Fate Weavers? Well, let's just say I laid all their c concerns to rest. What happened here? I'll tell you what happened here. Well, you were burying your head up the ass of the Fate Weavers. Some would-be alpha killed Gazer. Okay. One, I can see you're upset. Sorry for your loss. Two, it was my foot buried, not my head. And three, it's the law of the jungle, man. You know that. Since when is it my job to patrol your land? It's not. It's just... The tracks came from the direction of your land. If you'd been home, it could have been... Should have been you. You wouldn't be prey. You could have stopped it. Now it's made a kill in my territory. You know it's going to return. Okay. If I go track this thing down and kill it, will that make you feel better, buddy? Yeah. I guess a little. But why would you? It's not your job, remember? <laughs> my kill switch is still a little turned on right now seems only neighborly that you benefit from it, too. Show me the place, and I'll take it from there. All right, I'll bring in the herd and the strays. I'll keep them safe until you return.
sweet spot, you are being chased. There is a large creature, a predator, but somewhere behind you, and it has you cornered into a very small valley. And on your map, it says the Valley of the Thunder Lizard. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to call for help. Uh, this is Ultimate Street Spot to Clawjaw. Come in, Clawjaw. Uh, I'm cornered in a valley uh, east of the Drop Location. There's a very big, mean-looking thing hunting me. Send help. Now, please. Sweet Spot, roll a perception check. All right. And how does a 17 take uh, Well, good, good. Off in the distance, you can spot a large four-armed bot stalking the creature that is stalking you. So something else is stalking the creature that's stalking me. Okay. Um, that was fast. I must be rubbing off on it. Uh, I wait to get his attention, uh, point out where I last saw the thing, and start. Uh, I'll start to run toward it. No, 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 don't run to me. You'll just leave it here, you idiot. The beast sees its prey trying to escape, and instinct drives it to charge and pounce. Uh, Carapace, since you were stalking it, I'll go ahead and give you a readied action that you can take right now. Okay, I'm going to take a shot, and... Okay, uh, looks like I rolled a modified 18. Is that hit? 18 is... Is a hit. Oh. Uh, the beast is uh, knocked off kilter and has to rethink its attack. Uh, it's still chasing Sweet Spot and is still uh, healthy enough to do uh, probably a ton of damage to Sweet Spot, not to you, let's be honest. Uh, and it will probably be able to reach Sweet Spot this round uh, as it already made a uh, full move to get this far. Uh, but the line that they're running... Towards you means that Sweet Spot is blocking any shots that you might currently have at the creature. Um, okay, so um, so I'm going to yell at this, this bot to get down so that when the creature pounces, I either have a clear shot over it, and if he doesn't listen to me, then I'm going to shoot him. You know, either way. <laughs> Ooh, callous. Uh, well... Uh, Sweet Spot doesn't stop running, but instead will uh, he'll transform to have a lower profile, and I can make it right next to Carapace with the movement that I have to spare. Well then, Carapace, no penalty for you. So go ahead and shoot away. Okay. Here we if go. you want, if you want to aim at the the, the car that's heading towards you, you're welcome to do it though. I, I'm really not. I'm not picking you at this point. So. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see what we've got. And, oh, son of a bitch! Natural one. Okay. Oh no, he's gonna shoot me right in the face, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll say that gun jams, and it's gonna take you a, uh, a full round to fix that bad boy. Um, but the uh, the Predator's original target there, Sweet Spot, looks a little less appetizing now that it has turned into a car. Uh, so you can tell there, Carapace, that instead of it charging towards Sweet Spot, it looks like it's changed targets to you. Okay. I'm okay with this. Bring it. <laughs> um, day, it's a day in the life of Carapace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since I made the Carapace with only a move back, 
could I have instead uh, ram tackled him to the ground as it pounced on him? Uh, depends. Depends on Carapace. Uh, go ahead, uh, make a reflex save. You don't know this guy after all. He could be a villain attacking you. What a dick, right? That's true. Okay, let me see what I got. And uh, fucking four. Okay. So that's a total of like a seven. Uh, Carapace, uh, as you are trying to, to fix your gun and get a clean shot off of this beast, uh, that black race car comes right towards you, and just like Hot Rod in the movie, he hits a little rock or a divot in the ground, and he launches himself upwards, uh, striking you right in the chest and knocking at you down with a car on top of you. Uh, you fall backwards, so thankfully you're not going to get immediately struck, but let me see what I can do with this guy here, and... Uh, and one. And I rolled a one, too. So, okay. uh, it Love misses. Averages, man. Ugh, fuck the dice. Uh, it misses. <laughs> it flips and trying to bite at you while you're falling back. Uh, thankfully, it lands a good ten feet past you. Uh, but everyone is prone on the ground. And Sweet Spot, you are prone on the ground on top of a bot. Yes, I was just about to break you. I'm, I'm not on the ground. I'm on another bot. Uh... I'll ask uh, the bot, why didn't you take a shot? My gun, Jim. Why didn't you shoot it? Uh, I don't have any. Wait. I forgot I had guns. I just had them installed today. I forgot oh, they for were there. fuck's sake. I'll, I'll transform and help up characters. So, okay. So, uh, so we're going to do like the... Uh, so, I'll get up with his help, and I'm going to just drop the GM gun on the ground um, and say like, Oh, I, I call it my... Uh, my Red Star Conqueror. Okay. I'll take a look at the gun for a moment. And, uh, up the, uh, I expected more with a name like that. This time, I'll fire my weapons when, when careful does. Okay, so if it's still moving, then I'm going to shoot it until it's not. And if he's shooting, then I'll shoot. It's still getting up. Uh, both of you go ahead and roll up your attacks, because it's, uh, it's got it back to bite you. Uh, it's uh, wounded as it is. Yeah, okay. I don't think uh, six is going to hit. Oh, sweet. Okay. Natural 20 business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Law of averages, man. Uh, and, oh, almost maximum damage. So that is uh, 17 damage. Electricity and fire. And it falls to the forest floor. Unmoving. <sighs> and if it, if it mattered, it was actually a wounding weapon. So... It would have done something else. It would either bled out or it's blind or something other horribleness. It's dead, Jim. Yes, it's dead, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So after I uh, make sure that the creature's dead, I'm going to turn around and aim my gun at you and say, uh, So, why are you out here? Uh, I'll put up my hands and tell him I was looking for the green spark fountain. That's supposed to wait. Clawjaw didn't send you to save me? Who's Clawjaw? That would be a no. Also, uh, there is no green spark fountain. Uh, are you sure? I have it on good authority that there is one very close to this valley. I know this jungle. From here to just past my buddy's home, where I, which is where I'm going to be taking this thing. 
Clawjaw didn't get back to me during the fight, did he? No, no, he did not. And Carapace, uh, you tried to pick up the beast, but it is large and it is too big and too heavy for you to carry. Uh, you are going to have to drag it. And if you do, that's not going to preserve the body very well along the way. Well, if, if I cared about that, then that would be a problem. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to uh, contact Clawjaw again. Uh, in a sweet spot to Clawjaw. Clawjaw, are you reading me? What is the rankings thing? I'll take a look at it. Let me see that thing, and I'm just going to take it from you. Uh, and I'm going to hand it to you. It, you don't need to, because I've already taken it from you. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to check uh, if it has a battery, and I'm like, this thing is, this is a toy. Like, this is, this is, and I just throw it to the ground and break it. It's fucking useless. Help me hey, with this. I need to get out of here, and you smashed my only means of communication. I can't call for attraction. Who sold you the toy that you think is a communicator? I didn't buy it so much as Clawjaw gave it to me. Clawjaw was my ride in and out of here. He also corroborated the green spark sighting I was there. There isn't going to be an extraction, is there? No. Uh, now, help me move this thing, and I'll get you out of the jungle. Really? The right. uh, two of you start to carry out the, the carcass, heading on over to Rex's land. Uh, I, I don't just need out of the jungle. I I need to get back to the closest space. The only reason I offer to get you out of this jungle is because you will help me carry this body to where it needs to be. Beyond that, you seem pretty useless to me. Uh... I can pay you uh, 50 Chanix. 5,000 is the minimum to lead a stranded city bot like yourself to a spaceport. Uh, Why don't both of you go ahead and make a diplomacy roll or intimidate, whichever you prefer. I will choose intimidation. (laughs) I'm way better at that. (laughs) All right. I got a 22. All right. I rolled a 17. That beats my 17. Uh, So after a little bit of negotiation, you uh, settle on 500 Shanix. And you, uh, in sweet spot, you kind of get the feeling that Carapace is is holding out for a a larger sum or maybe even a favor from you later on. Uh, He clearly has you at a disadvantage right now as you are uh, all alone, unarmed, and very lost. So... It's probably in your best interest to to settle for that five hundred. Uh, okay, that's kind of the way. Yeah, uh, I will. I will agree, and uh, I'll just keep an eye on. Uh, along the way, I'll tell him. I'll come clean. I'll tell him everything about uh, my search for the green spark. Uh, if there is a fountain anywhere on this planet, I'm thinking this guy might know about it. He seems really cool and impressive. <laughs> so unlike Sweet Spot. <laughs> <laughs> At least currently. All right. Well, the two of you, with some effort, managed to get the uh, the corpse of the creature back to Rex's home. Uh, that way you can at least give the, the rest of Rex's herd a little bit of closure. Uh, and, and yeah. Um, 
walk me through. What's uh, like the next step for uh, for you guys? Sweet spot. You're you're gonna want to get back to uh, to civilization, and you've been uh, given permission to join the junior uh, the junior representatives for Velocitron on Cybertron. You actually have a a year to to kind of do everything that you want to do. Um, uh, so I imagine you want to do that. Yeah, I am in a severe uh, underarmed, under-armored uh, bot, so I'm seeing a, a value in Carapace, and I'll try to talk him into uh, kind of being my bodyguard for a bit, because I'm sure he'll tell me that there is no, no green spark fountain on the planet. So I've, my only lead has just dried up, so I'm going to start with the so I might as well go to uh, go to Cybertron anyway. And, uh, I'll try to try to talk him to come along with. Be, be useful to have him with. So we're entering uh, my my friend's territory. So you should wait here. I'll bring it the rest of the way, and then I will uh, I'll come out and escort you back to your wherever. I'll take a look around. Realize I'm still in the jungle. You want me to wait here? Pointing at my Yes. Head. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't care, honestly. Like, if you want to go and explore and get lost and get eaten by something else, saves me the trouble of bringing you back out. But I would recommend not moving. No, I've, I've already been uh, dumped off of the jungle once today. I'd rather not happen twice. So okay. I promise you're going to come back. You're paying me, right? Yes. Okay, then that's as good as a promise as you're going to get. Okay. 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 Um, I wait right here. Yep. So I will drag the 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 thing over and drop it in front of Rex's cave, and I'm and I'm sure that sound will draw the attention. Yeah, I'm sure some of my buddies are outside anyway, so uh, Rex will come out and look at it and look at Carapace and be like, this is it. Seems so. It's an ugly son of a bitch. I think uh, I think Rex will walk around as his little, all his little dinos are kind of on edge, chirping and tweeting or whatever noises they make, grunts and stuff, and uh I think I'll probably smash it with my, my tail spikes a couple times and then let let them all jump in and try to, you know, take a shot at it, you know, get our get our anger out. As you do. Fuck this corpse yeah. up. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go to Carapace and do it. Thank you. I'll, I will not. And be like, after long enough pause, I'm going to be like, are you going to eat that? <laughs> uh, you can have it if you want. <laughs> I don't know if like the herd wanted to you know eat it to partake of its strength to kind of like you know reabsorb Gazer's essence. Oh, it does have energon in it, right? We can suck that right up, can't we? I was thinking more physical, but sure, you know, like we're doing everything. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. We rip it apart. We eat everything. We spit it back up. We eat it again. I don't care. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! We're filthy animals. You, 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 you <laughs> fell into you fell you fell into cannibalism with even with just the slightest push. That was great. <laughs> we're, not, we're we're robots. It doesn't count. 
No part of this animal goes to waste. <laughs> okay. Um. So, I wish, I wish there was a way to bring them back. Yeah, that's uh, that's outside of my uh, my area of expertise. I'm good at killing the stuff. I bring them back. That's. Have you ever heard of swamp stone? I mean, yeah, but it's a, it's a fantasy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, an ancient Yukarin wizard that can bring people back from the dead. I mean, that sounds kind of fantasy to me. I've never seen him. I've never met anyone who's claimed to actually see him. You got anything better else to do right now? I'm going to refrain from responding to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, At this moment, actually, so as part of me claiming this thing, it was actually attacking another bot who's a little ways back, and he is one of our friends. No, no. I, I I just met him. He's he's some city slicker uh, from from off world. Honestly, I don't even know where he's Outsider. from. Outsider. He talked he, he talked really fast though, so he's probably a Velocitronian. Um, but I'm gonna escort him back to the spaceport. He's gonna pay me. So I don't know what you want to do with the with these guys or. I don't. I don't know where to start with Swampstone searching. Maybe, maybe this guy could help us. He's paying you. He owes you. You saved him. You said. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm trying not to roll my eyes here. Uh, be like, yeah. I'll. I'll <laughs> ask him if he's seen Santa Claus. I mean, you know, Swampstone. Um. <laughs> it's Santa Tron. <laughs> Saint, Saint you're, such itty, huh. you're such an itty You're such an itty bot <laughs> <laughs> There it is There it is <laughs> um, okay. I can come with I'll, you uh, I can come with you with uh, I'll take Blazer Blazer and Grazer and we'll we'll go And we'll find Swampstone I mean have you ever left Eucharist? I think he's. I think this one said he was going to Cybertron. Like that's Cybertron. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there. Yeah, I have. It's kind of a dump. Perfect Smells. place for. Perfect place for a swampstone to hide. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly big enough. Um, but it's definitely a hub. So a lot of places lead from Cybertron. So it, honestly, it probably would be a good place to start tracking someone who doesn't exist. I mean, have you, I often, like, whenever I've had to, you know, track down people in the past, I often go to Cybertron because there's, you know, but that was, you know, tens of thousands of years ago, the whole little rebellion thing that they had kind of put a kink in that, but that's how it's business, I suppose. Um, but, I mean, if you want to come, I mean, you know, I've, I've often told you that you know, being exposed to different cultures is, is good for you. I mean, have you actually even spoken to anybody besides me? <laughs> It'll probably do you some good. Yeah, the trees don't talk back. The trees don't talk back to you? Am I going to have to talk to those trees? Neither do the rocks. They should be talking to you. <laughs> the, tar, the tar pits don't talk back. Unless there's, I mean, I- of course, somebody stuck in screaming. But, you know. <laughs> 
that's not. I love top. those. I love those tar pits. <laughs> maybe, maybe your friend would like to go see the tar pits. <laughs> I have a feeling he would really like that. <laughs> well, let's just say, gather your things, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let's let's head to Cybertron. See if we can find Swampstone. And with that, you start gathering up your stuff, and Carapace, you lead Sweet Spot out to the to the spaceports and head on over to the the space bridge to make your way to Cybertron. And we'll see you back in Empire of Rust. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. From the Secret Files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Candidate Sweetspot, representative of Velocitron, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon Warrior, Wildstrike, and his partner Nyko are played by Mike M. And Carapace, the Beast Soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Sasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off.